I'd like to just, so Joshua 1.9 says, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to hold on to that for today and forever. Because I'm just going to. Because I 100% feel and know there is salvation in Jesus Christ and healing in the word of the from the word of the Lord. I would like to make a correction. The book of Joshua is in the Old Testament. So I'm about to say that it's in the New Testament, but you'll get used to that. I use the wrong words a lot. I'm not like, you know, perfect at words. So the book of Joshua is in the Old Testament. That's all. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ, Faye McDonald. And today, I read the Bible, but then I went, I got kind of lazy, and then I went looking on YouTube for a summary of the book of Joshua. So that's in the New Testament, which means it occurred before Jesus. So I was reading the first couple chapters, and I'm like, ugh. I was having a hard time reading it, so then I consulted YouTube for a summary. And essentially, I think it, the basic idea is God is telling Joshua, do not be afraid, have courage, I'm with you always. But you have to lead this army, and they have to follow the rules. And if they don't follow the rules, they'll die. So he leads this army, and one guy doesn't follow the rules, and he dies. But then, he fights the war, he wins it, and he realizes like his job now is to continue to keep these humans in faith to God, to have a heart that is obedient to God. And the summary that I listened to on YouTube, um, it seemed to end with Joshua knew he couldn't do that because he couldn't. He was just a human like me. But then this video, the video that I watched kind of points towards only Jesus can do that. So that when Jesus did come and he died and was resurrected from the dead, he has communicated that it's the Holy Spirit is the living God. So he's with us through the Holy Spirit. So that was after Joshua. So luckily for us, people living after the day and age of Jesus, we have Jesus who forgives and he is understanding because he knows and it's just fact that humans aren't perfect and we're not we're tainted and we're sinned so with that I'm thanking Jesus Christ every day because I've humbled myself to him more and more and it wasn't that hard for me to to accept Jesus Christ as my savior because I'm a codependent type personality and I have attachment. So I like I like autonomy and doing things on my own, but I have a tendency to cling to people and and look to people for advice. So that's those habits on a psychological human worldly level have led me astray in the past. So now that I know Jesus I'm learning. Okay, Faye, each day when you have a struggle or you have goals, take it to Jesus and God before you take it to to 
the people in your life. And that's nothing, I, there's a lot of great people in my life, but what I've come to accept is each and every individual that walks the earth has a battle of their own. So sometimes maybe I have, I don't want to dump my issues on someone who's already, who knows what they're dealing with. Because I've had, I've had to come to terms with that too. Every human is fighting a battle that I know nothing about. And if they want to tell me about it, even if someone is to come to me and explain their battle, they're not going to be able to do so fully, right? Same as me. I know what I've experienced, and if it comes down to articulating it and expressing it, I'm not going to be able to do so fully. And ultimately, there's no need. If I can share little stories here and there in an effort to help someone else put say someone is in a situation and they come to me for help, then maybe I can access my history and share a story to help them, to help them know they're not alone. And and ideally the story I would share, it would include that I overcame it. You know, I got myself back up on my feet because I think that's the everyday struggle that a person faces is no matter what our goals or desires are, until we've achieved it, there's that like element of doubt. Why do I want this? And then you don't always know. You don't know what it's going to be like. You can predict and anticipate that it's that good is going to come of it, but sometimes it doesn't. And we have to have faith. Even getting because anxiety can kill you. For example, a car itself, for all of the components to work, for the car to run. That's more than I can explain because I don't know I'm not a mechanic. But I don't think about those things because I have mechanics in my life. So I have the privilege to get in a car and I know how to drive it. And then there's this road system that I didn't implement it, but it's there and it's been working. And all of these things are working for the most part. Yes, there's car accidents, but each day when I get in the car, I'm not thinking about car accidents. I'm thinking about my destination and and having faith that the systems in place will get me there. The car itself will get me right there, the roads, and things will go smoothly. So I'm trying to apply that to every aspect of my life because there's different areas, particularly finances has always been a concern of mine. I've always managed to keep myself afloat but I lived in fear of the future and not having the resources to satisfy my future wants and desires. And then with that fear, I prevented myself from even asking for things because I'm waiting for me to have so much money for confidence instead of having my confidence in Christ that he'll work his miracles and all I can do is just one day at a time. So thank you, Jesus Christ, for the relief, the relief and hope and faith because I need it and I'm so, so thankful I found it. And as I look back now on the last number of my years, I can see where my struggles make sense. I can see that everything that transpired it led me back to you, and I'm so 
thankful. Like, I always believed in God, but I didn't know you, Jesus. I didn't. And even the fact that I had gone to church that many years and literally didn't know the basic story of Jesus. I was an altar server and an acolyte. Like, I am definitely not alone in that. I'm definitely not alone. So, anyone who's... I recommend read about Jesus and take some time to yourself. And I was thinking about it also. Families, secrecy and not sharing stories and not... it, It affects the average family. And then oftentimes parents, they want to do their best... But I think that it's best for parents to know, encourage your kids to go to Jesus too and remind your kids, you're just a human. You're doing what you can. You're not perfect. They're not like, you're all working, we're all working together. If you're 80 or if you're eight months old, we're human beings and none of us know for certain anything. Only God knows, and I'm learning to trust in that. And as I reflect back on my life, I can see where where he's been there for me. And I can see how Jesus Christ and, and that faith has held my family together for generations. And I pray, I pray that that my family finds faith in Jesus or renew. I pray, I pray for everyone to find Jesus because there's so much relief and that's what I want for people and for the world is to have a faith and trust and compassion that there is goodness here on earth. There's evil in the world, but there's there's so much good too. And we will fall into the evil, but we don't have to live in shame for those mistakes. If we fall, if we make bad choices or fall into sin go to Jesus let him know repent and let him wash that shame and sin from your body because he does not want us living day after day beating ourselves up questioning our own judgment questioning our scared he he says do not be afraid and that's what the book of Joshua is saying it's be courageous Trust in God. I, I, he won't betray us. And have faith and courage. Rely on. Do not rely on your own understanding alone. Because you don't know. Faith. Faith. And that's what I've been doing. And. Every day is a little bit different. Because I'm human. And. And I still am getting scared. And. Now, in the past, when I would be hit with something I was scared or anxious about, I'd go into, like, research defensive mode. I'd be gathering every memory from my... And I was trying to explain everything how I saw it. My perception was so vital to me. But now I'm learning. I'm like, my perception is just... Not that it's nothing, but... God is... I want to be here to glorify God. I want I want to let God work through me because I want love in my life. I want every day I want to wake up and be able to look at the sun and I do it and I want more of this. I want 
that fascinated, to feel fascinated by the world around me, not afraid. And um, I always felt like my father, he worked very hard. He worked very hard throughout his life, and his health is not good now. And he and I have similar similarities in our personality, but one thing, I he was very driven by fear, and I wished, if there was one thing, I, I wished that when I recognized that in him, I wished I could change it. I wished that he could be driven more by fascination because he he did stay on track. He he stayed on top of his goals and he met them. But the driving force, I believe, was, was fear. In like, if I don't do it, everything will crumble instead of, let's see if I can do it. So the goal I made with myself a few years ago was I want to be fueled by fascination. And now, in knowing Jesus, I'm like, I know that I need to be fueled in faith. If I want my life to unfold in a godly way where I'm a wife and a mother and I'm raising children to have faith in Jesus and be appreciative and treat people well and have understanding and compassion for human beings who don't act in godly ways. Because that's, I think, a tricky part in being Christian, is a Christian human. Because we're trying to be like Christ, so we're trying to act godly, so that makes us aware of our own behaviors and attitudes. And with that self-awareness, it's very easy to look at other people and start judging their behavior and thinking, well, they shouldn't do this, and should. but that's not our job. Our job is to love people as they are. It doesn't mean tell them, oh, good job, when it's not a good job, but see them as a baby. Like a baby you don't get mad at for crying. That's how they communicate. So even grown adults, when they act like children, well, they're humans. You know, we're all humans. And if we can have some compassion for, for all humans that fall under stress and and they don't make the best decisions and just let them know, you know, Jesus forgives you and Jesus loves you and there is redemption in Christ. You don't have to live with your shame and guilt. You can repent from your sinful ways. You can, and the forgiveness is there. You're not going to um, experience the forgiveness from every human on earth because not every human on earth is interested in love. They're not. They, they're, and they don't, might not know it, but they, because they're too guided by evil and the devil. And I just am so thankful for you, Jesus Christ. And I just want to be courageous and brave and proceed with faith that you are always with me and you'll help me with my finances, you'll help me with nutrition, with friends, with fellowship, with community, and God bless you, and thank you so much, Jesus, and good luck to anyone, anyone and everyone who's seeking some relief or rest in the, in the name of Jesus Christ. Peace.
peace be with you.